and welcome to the very first episode of a very special podcast called The Bungalow. My name is Cullen Bunn, and with me is... Cindy Bunn. Cindy is my lovely wife, as many of you may or may not know. Um, And so, Cindy, what is this podcast about? (laughs) Living the Bunn life. Oh, the saddest podcast of all. Yeah, it's just about life and news and pop culture and comics and being married to a comic book writer and anything and, else we decide to toss in there. And being a comic book writer married to someone who is not a massive comic book fan. I think people make the assumption that uh, that all uh, that all comic book writers are married to people who like comic books or are into the same things, and that is not, from my in my experience, uh, the case for the most part. I like Thor and Aquaman. Yes, you do, but that's not because of the comic book, <laughs> the the vaunted comic book history of those characters. I would say is it's not. I do like Doctor Strange. All right, okay, but you don't read Doctor Strange comics, though. You just like the character. And I don't care why you like him. I don't care if you read the comics or not. And I, I don't I, think he's hot. Be a fan of whatever you're a fan of. That doesn't, and, and in whatever format you're a fan. So, so that's all good. But uh, yeah, so this is just about our life. And if we're talking about our life, as I look around the the room here, it looks as though uh, Christmas and Santa Claus. It looks like Santa Claus went on a bender and then threw up all over our uh, our recording studio. <laughs> what has happened, Cindy? Well, I pulled everything out of my storage closet in my office that was Christmas related and drug it out here into the living area of our basement and uh, left it here. Yeah, you left it here. Thank you. It's supposed to go under the tree and it's supposed to deck the Is this what they mean by decking the halls? Because that song takes a completely different meaning. It just means be miserable in your house and surrounded by... uh, what looks like totes and totes of red, white, and green garbage. <laughs> I grabbed some presents. There's a few presents under the tree. All right. Well. The rest of them are just here on the table next to me, along with the rolls of, of wrapping paper. All right. So, uh, so obviously the the holiday season is upon us. So that is uh, that's why we have all this uh, this gift wrapping material here on the table. And and it's why we started this podcast, because this podcast is our gift. <laughs> our gift to the universe. Mele kalikimaka, bitch. The universe has given us so much, so it's time to give a little of it back. Um, all right, so we, we've decided we're going to do this thing about every two weeks, right? So, yep. let's, so let's catch up. What's been going on in the last two weeks? Well... <laughs> Other than you throwing things at our dogs so that our collars don't jingle. Well, I, I didn't want people to think. I didn't want people to think that there is an actual little elf running around the the room here as they hear this clinkety clink. Well, that little elf running around clinkety clinking is part of our last few weeks of news. We got a puppy! Yay, a puppy! Yes, he is. Uh, his name is Samson. And he is a uh, Chawini. At least we think so. That's what they told us. But I'm going to take care of that because on Black Friday, I bought two doggy DNA kits for $35 from Walmart. So we're going to swab their cheeks, 
send it off, and in a few weeks we'll know for sure what breeds they are. Wow. So we shopped on Black Friday, spent thirty, spent <laughs> spent seventy dollars. Well, technically they were only thirty three fifty. All right. I was rounding up. Fine. Well, we spent seventy dollars. <laughs> And then I have to swab a dog's cheek, which sounds really awesome, uh, to get information that I really don't care about. <laughs> I don't care what these dogs are. They are mutts. Aww. And, uh, but I guess that's what we're doing. All right. So, yes, we have Samson the dog. He is the most terrified little dog in the universe. I've never seen a dog more afraid of the wind, of a car horn blowing Two miles away. An airplane. Airplane flying over. over. I think he just lives in a world where everything is out to get him and destroy him at any moment. So he's a very scared little dog. Maybe all puppies are that way. Uh, I haven't had a puppy uh, in many, many, many years. So I've never owned a puppy, so I have no idea. But I have a hard time believing that what he's going through is normal. <laughs> so you're saying he's broken he's in broken. some terrible way. That dog is very broken. All right, well... What else? What else is going on in the last couple of weeks? Um, Any new stuff in the world of the buns? We took a trip to St. Louis. Yes, we did. To see the Impractical Jokers tour. Thank you, Brian, for the tickets. They yes. were awesome seats. Yes, thank you, Brian. Uh, it was a great show. Uh, it's our, the third of their tours we've gone to see, right? I don't know. Yeah, we've been to see a bunch of their shows. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We got to hang with Brian a little bit before the show. Usually we get a little more time, but he had a lot going on yeah, this time around. he did. He had a lot going on. Plus, it was the last night of their tour, so they were <laughs> trying to wrap everything up so they could get home for Thanksgiving. And uh, But it was nice to see him. We got a few minutes with him. That was nice. Yeah, it was fun. We was dropped fun. that bottle cap there, bun. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I just try, look. This is real. This isn't. We're going for free sound effects. This isn't in the bungalow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time we drop a bit of news, we're gonna be like, <laughs> drop a cap. Um, better than pop a cap. That's true. It's better than popping caps. <laughs> but no, it was a it was a good show. Um, it's the first time I've taken off work for. 24 hours in a long while. Although, now that I think about it, I, I worked that morning yeah, after. Yeah, I was going to say, you worked the morning after before we drove home from St. Louis. Yeah, I had to get a, I had to do a, I had to put a pitch together for a new comic book that I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to get hired to write, so I had to make sure that was done uh, that morning. But other than that, other than writing that pitch... Uh, that morning, it was a, a, a stress-free, work-free weekend for them. Or, it wasn't weekend. I keep thinking it was weekend, but it was in the middle of the week, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah it was It was quick, too. It was, like, barely 24 hours. Like, we left Springfield at noon on Tuesday, and we were back in Springfield by, like, one thirty on Wednesday. Right. And, and we uh, went with our good friends, uh, Julia and Jeremy Henson. Jeremy, who is my co-host on the Tequila Cast, that's right. Had a blast. Had a great time. Yep, it was a it was a good time. I'm surprised we didn't do a Tequila Cast while we were th while we were there. That I, th I, I even brought my microphone, but we didn't end up doing it. I think if Brian had had more time, I think you guys might have done one with him. Oh, that might there. Because I think he'd have done it with you. You mean he would drink tequila with us? <laughs> Um, maybe, well, maybe if you did Jameson cast, I don't know. Jameson cast. That doesn't. I think that's a completely different kind of. <laughs> so, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning, I, uh, you know, Cindy is married to a comic book writer. 
who, you ask? Well, that's me. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I write comic books for a living. Uh, I've done that now for 10 years professionally, and or actually probably closer to 12 years now, right? Yeah. 12 years professionally and 7 or 8 full-time, mm-hmm. um, which has plenty of uh, ups and downs, I think. For me, but probably more so for Cindy. I think uh, we have been talking about recording this podcast for months, months and months and months, but I have simply been too busy to do it. Um, but uh, but hey, I've carved out the time today. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things I'd like, and, and as I said, Cindy's not really a huge comic book fan, so wah, I have... Wah. I have a I have a surprise for you, Cindy. Oh God! I want to see if you have, through osmosis of being around me, oh no, picked up any comic book knowledge. Oh God! So wait, are these about your comics or just comics in general? It's just just comics. It could be mine, but it could oh, just boy. be comics in general. Not that it matters because I'm screwed either way. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Unless it's Harrow County, Six Gun, or Bone Parish. Well, uh, today's questions are not about those uh, those comic books, but I thought we'd do a regular uh, segment on the on the podcast, which is going to be five questions with Cindy Bunn, where I'm going to oh ask you five questions about something comic book related and see how you do with it, and 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 let's uh, let everyone experience the world of comic books through the eyes of Cindy Bunn. Oh boy! So the theme of our five questions today. Is Magneto. Oh, God. Okay. Magneto is a a character. He is the master of magnetism. Some people pronounce it Magneto, but those people are wrong. It is Magneto. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, I wrote the character for a while, a few years back. It was, and it's a uh, run on a book that I'm very proud of. So we have five. Isn't that where the Cullen Was Right t shirt came from? Yeah, you know it was because yeah. uh, they're in in the comics. Often you see uh, people wearing shirts that say Magneto was right. So I did one that said Cullen was Do right. Do I get a point for that? Nope, Dang. it's not one of the questions. Dang it! Sorry. All right, and you guys can play along at home too. So here we go. Question the first. <laughs> Boy, here we go. Magneto is the villain oh. for what superhero <laughs> or superhero group? Um. Sinestro? <laughs> no! Well, they no! Both, they both end in O. I yes. thought maybe... <laughs> yes, they both end in O's, but Sinestro is also a villain and also from a completely different universe. Oh, wow. Um, but I you know, I get it. I wrote Sinestro at the same time I was writing Magneto. That's See, what you were thinking. That's, of, right? I, that's what I was of thinking. Of course it was. Of course it was. Oh, no point for that one, I'm afraid. All right. Next. Wait! What? Who was he? Who was who was he? The villain? Oh yeah. Um, the answer is the X Men. He's an X Men. He's an X Men. Yes, he's an X Men villain. I didn't see him in any of the movies. <laughs> then the next question is going to be a real puzzler for you. So he was in the movies. Yes, he was all in of all of the X Men oh movies. Oh my god! I, I'm thinking back, except maybe some of the Wolverine movies if you count those. Well, I do have uh, A A D H D. Okay. Well, that is not a mutant See? ability in this case. But here we go. Who played Magneto in the movies? Oh, God. There were two people that played adult Magneto in the movies. Uh, and here's your hint. is One is old and one is young. <laughs> John Luke Picard. 
remarkably, um, the actor you mean is Patrick Stewart, uh, who did <laughs> yeah, play in the X Men movies, um, but not as Magneto. I might give you half a point though, one half point for getting that it was <laughs> somebody in the that X-Men there was movie? you named one person who was in an X Men movie. So you get half a point for that. But no, the answers would be. Either uh, Ian McKellen or Michael Fassbender. You could, I would have accepted the Ian guy. Yes, he the was Ian the old guy. guy. He was the he was the old guy in Lord of the Rings, right? The <laughs> you shall not pass. Yes, he was the wizard Gandalf in Lord of the yeah, Rings. Yeah, so Gandalf. Good, good for yeah. you, but you still only get half a point for that. Damn it! At most. All right. <laughs> Like a third of third. You of get a point. third of a point. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is Magneto's religious background? Jewish. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you got it. I got it. You got that one right. I don't know how you got Mazel that right. Mazel <laughs> Yes. Uh, it, I think I kind of hinted because a couple of weeks ago I told you I was writing a. a a story, a Magneto story for this X-Men holiday special that Marvel's doing. And it has to be a Hanukkah Magneto story. Remember, I came and asked you about it because it was making me nervous. Um, you do not remember I this. I do not remember that. Well, I remember the Jewish story, but I don't remember that it was Magneto. Okay, well. But maybe subconsciously I did. Maybe you did. All right. Four, fourth question? Yep. Fourth question. Oh, my. Which X-Men character... Did Magneto have an affair with? And it's multiple choice, so don't go... Wolverine! (laughs) Everyone says Wolverine, but it's not Wolverine. (coughs) Wolverine couldn't get Magneto, even if he really, really wanted to. Are you kidding with the schlink or schnickster? (laughs) I don't know what Wolverine's schlink is. Um, but the shlink, the sh- you know the snick, snick, right? I like shlink better. Schlink, schlink, schlink. It's, a, it's a different uh, ability, I think. All right, all right. So, which X Men character did Magneto have an affair with? Was it A. Storm, B. Rogue, or C. Jean Grey? I'm gonna say Rogue. That's right. You're right. Look at that. You have two points. Two and a third points. Two and a third points. Two and a third points. Magneto had an affair with Rogue uh, when they were in the Savage Land together, and she was in a... Dirty little strumpet. She she was in a, uh, like a leather bikini or something. Um, All right. Here we go. Uh, Final question. Wait. I have a question. Go back. Was it Ian McKellen? In the comic Magneto? books, it's almost always Michael Fassbender. Oh, it's Michael Fassbender. It's all well. It's always uh, Studley Magneto. It's a whole big thing because he was he was in the uh, he was alive during uh, Nazi Germany, and that's really the Holocaust is really what uh, spurred him to to his acts of uh, of ter- you know terrorism and violence. Oh, okay. um, but even though he was alive during the Holocaust. He still is young and studly at all times, it seems, in the comics. Well, good for him. Yes, he had, he is on the keto diet or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it is keeping him healthy. Um, all right. Magneto is famously resistant to psychic powers. Is that because of Magneto's own mental conditioning, a mutant power, or his helmet? 
So he's in from X-Men. He is from, he's an X-Men character. The master of magnetism. The mutant, the mutant one. No! No. <laughs> it's, it's really a combination of the other two. The what? one you didn't pick. Um, I would have taken his own mental conditioning or his helmet. He has trained himself to be resistant to psychic powers, and he has a helmet that enhances his resistance to psychic powers. But you gotta give me some credit because I knew I remembered he was from X Men. I just yes, you remembered he remembered yes, you remembered three questions ago again. I have A A D H D. I don't believe that that affects this game in any way right now. Anyway, you did well though. You got two, two and. A third. third point. So there you go. That's two and a third points. What to beat? I don't know how folks did at home. I don't know how folks did at home, but uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you did well and enjoyed the game. I'll answer some different questions about a character other than Magneto uh, next next time we record. Do I get to sometimes do five questions with Cullen? Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah, if you want to. Sure. What's it, it going to be about? Romantic comedy? Chick flicks. Chick flicks. The Cindy 10. Uh, great. The Cindy 10, uh, which we'll probably refer to a lot in this show, are the 10 movies that Cindy will watch over and over and over again, no matter what. The movie can be sitting in a DVD box next to the television, and if it comes on TV with many commercial interruptions, Cindy will still watch it with the commercial inter- interruptions rather than putting it in the DVD player. And also, there are apparently about 60 movies in the Cindy 10, but she still calls them the Cindy 10. No, you started calling them the Cindy 10. Well, I thought there were only 10, and then I realized that you are really messed up with movies, <laughs> and it's like 60, Cindy 60. All right, so uh, what else have we got, Cindy? Did you wanna, didn't you want to do some things where we talk about news of the weird? Well, I love reading weird news blips. I love weird news blips. And I love commercials. I'm weird like that. Oh, God. <laughs> so, but, um, yes, I would like to, I would like right, to well, do. All right, what do we got? Let's so, start. like, okay, I got a couple of them. All right, let's hear them. First one, I have to say, God bless America. What happened in America this time? So, this couple went to Washington, they were in Washington, D.C. Okay. They were, or at least the, the the man in the couple. It was a, it was a couple that was getting married. Okay. And the man had gone to the courts to get a marriage license. And he was from New Mexico. His driver's license was from New Mexico. Okay. And the clerk at the courts... In the capital of our country, Washington, D.C., did not know that New Mexico was a state in the United States. They told him he would need his international passport to get a marriage license in the United States. Riddle me that, Batman. That cannot it be is. true. It is. It um, is. I don't understand... So, someone working at this facility didn't know... Correct. ...that New Mexico... They thought... I guess they thought it was Mexico? They didn't see the word I, new? I guess. I don't know. But, yes. Well, that is this is news of the weird or news of complete dumbasses? Well, yes. <laughs> yes. 
Um, what was the guy doing? Why was he getting a marriage license in? I'm assuming maybe he had moved there or something. Oh, okay. So he moved from New Mexico something, to DC, and he hadn't updated. Maybe he hadn't updated his driver's license. Right. I mean, we haven't updated our driver's license since we don't say that. I think that's illegal. I think we're yeah. I think we're like because I think when you move somewhere. You're supposed to, like, change all of your information on your driver's license within, like, so much time. Within, like, the first, well, let's say three years since we've been here two and a well, half years. we are the, <laughs> it better be three years then. So, we are the Bonnie and Clyde of Southwest we are, Missouri. We are. <laughs> we the renegades. I think Bonnie and Clyde actually were in Southwest Missouri, too. They were. Joplin. So, yeah. So, never mind. We're not even the Bonnie and Clyde of Southwest Missouri. Wah, wah. Um... All right, what else we got? That's a that's a story of dumbassery, it sounds like, uh, and it would be frustrating to me, but what else have we got? Well, I have another one that I thought was quite interesting. All right, let's hear it. This, this man, who's an author. Okay. He's a Spanish man. The dude is, like, in his 80s. He's, like, 87 years old. Okay. And he built a 60-foot UFO. I'm waiting for the I'm, rest I'm of trying, it. I'm <laughs> trying to figure out how to word it. He basically, to visit the planet from his novels that he wrote. Okay. So, he built... So, he built a working UFO? Did this thing take off? I mean, or is it just... Is it earthbound? It is earthbound right now. Right needs- now. He hasn't found out the the pneumatic transductor that will take right. him into space yet. Um, <laughs> so basically, he put a couple of big sheets of metal together in a dish-like format, is what he's done. Yes. It's impressive. They say it's impressive, impressive vid- visible in a video from Rupley. I haven't, I haven't checked it out yet, but if you go to Rupley, there's a video of this dude in his spaceship. But it measures 60 feet. What is Rupley? Is that, <laughs> I don't even know what Rupley is. I don't know. Well, Listen, I'm just reading an article, dude. Okay. All it right. measures about 60 feet in diameter, and it weighs nearly 2,600 pounds. And what planet is he visiting? It is... Ten, it's called 10-7. Planet 10-7. Mm-hmm. Comes from a series of novels written by him. And his name... Are these novels that we might have heard of? Or is he a... I don't know. Is he a self-published writer? Is he a... I don't know. His name is Lucio Lucio Bellesteros. I know, I just botched that name up. L-U-C-I-O-B-A-L-L-E-S-T-E-R-O-S. Okay. I'm not familiar with his work. Uh, I don't know if he... You know, maybe other people are. Um... But obviously he had... And the reason the planet was called 10-7... Yes. ...is because it represents the unity of God. 10 represents the unity of God, and the 7 represents the 7 dimensions of the human being. All right. And I'm guessing that his novel... It says novels, right? Yes. Series of novels. It's a fiction series, then. But he believes the planet is real. Yeah. Mm, I see. All right. I don't. Uh, I don't know what to even say about that. 
How old is this guy? 87. Yeah, maybe... Maybe a little... I mean, and I'm not making fun of it. Maybe a little dementia? I don't know. Maybe. I mean... mean, You'd build what you want to build. Maybe he legit believes that this planet's real. And if it's keeping him occupied in his uh, waning years, then good for him. You know, good for him. I just don't know how... I mean, if it's... The article says he's built a UFO, which is an unidentified flying object. Yes. However, however, it has been, first of all, identified because it is the two satellite dish pieces that he's placed together and covered in sheet metal. And unless I am mistaken, it does not fly. So really, he's just built an object. (laughs) He's just built an object. Um, But maybe he can get it to, you know, in the movie Explorers, they built... A spaceship that couldn't fly until they created a force field generator that would take them into space to encounter <laughs> strange-looking aliens with hands for ears. Yes. Familiar with that movie? No. All right. Well, it was a good one. Had. I'm familiar with E.T. That's about as extraterrestrial as I get. All right. Well, uh, Explorers was pretty good, too, until the aliens came Turn out. Turn on your heart light, Cullen. <laughs> Is that what the... Let it shine wherever you go. Is that what is that? Is that a song? Yeah, it's from ET. They sang "Turn on Your Heart Light" in ET. No, no, but that's that, that's the theme song from ET. Neil Diamond sung it. Holy cow! I had no Turn idea. Turn on your heart light. I had no idea that ET had a let it shine theme wherever song. you go. I did not. Let know it that. make a happy glow. All right, that's good. Thanks, Neil. For all the world to see. All right. How do you believe it? Neil Diamond has just walked into our recording studio, took one Sweet look at all the Christmas mess, and, and ran out. And his little Jewish butt ran, ran away. Ran out Wait, out. I have I have a menorah. We do. Where is it? Is it in those boxes of Christmas stuff? No way. It's in my office in the curio cabinet. Oh, that's right. So here's one that I think the parents, all right, will, parents will enjoy or not. All right, we have time for one more tale of dumbass. Or, I mean weirdness. What is this one about? Well, this is a dumbass, but it's an 11-year-old boy dumbass. No. Which hits a little too close to home, having a a 10-and-a-half-year-old son. All right, let's hear it. And what's really scary is, I could see our son doing something like this. Uh, I don't know about that. You always say that, but our kid's pretty great. All right, let's hear it. He's great, but he's also got a devious mind. All right, well, what did this kid do? So, this is an 11-year-old boy. Right. In Ohio. Cleveland, to be exact. Okay. He got into an argument with his mother... About his PlayStation. Probably playing too much Fortnite. And or Minecraft. Exactly. Or Roblox or whatever. I think Roblox is kinda over now. I think Roblox is it? I don't know. I don't I don't I think Roblox well, kinda Roblox, ran its course. Well Roblox got in trouble with the the gang rape or whatever. What? There was I didn't hear this. Yes you did. Alright. Okay, so there was obviously some sort of sexual predator activity on yeah. Roblox. Well, like, apparently you could, like, somehow they physically, in the game, were able to... Oh, gross. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. I, I, if I did, I, block, I I completely blocked that out of my memory. So, anyway... Right, let's hear about this kid's so PlayStation. So, this kid, he got mad at his mother because she took his PlayStation away from him as a punishment. So, he built a UFO to fly to his favorite video game planet. No, he did not, smartass. 
But he did steal his mother's Dodge Durango at ten at ten thirty on a Sunday night and go joyriding. <laughs> Jackass. Um, she went to bed after the argument. Yeah. And I don't know if her and the father are still married or if they're divorced or what. But the father called her, saying, uh, "I just saw our son out joyriding in your Durango." So, so the kid was by himself. Yeah, he was by himself. around in a Durango. Yeah. First of all, who taught that kid to drive? I I don't know, but apparently they said it wasn't the first time he'd done it. Well, I, I guess not. Listen, a Durango is not a small no, vehicle. No, I drive all. a Durango. It's, yeah, it's, and if you remember when we got that Durango. Do you remember when we parked outside of Starbucks one time and a UPS truck parked like in the lane behind me and I yes. couldn't back out? I was stuck and I couldn't go anywhere until the UPS driver because it was so hard to turn out <laughs> of those tight, small uh, parking spots in, uh, was it somewhere in St. Louis? But anyway. Um, so what... <clears throat> so, so I guess if he'd done it more than once... Did he just? Does he just do it every time he gets in an argument with his mom? Do your dishes. <laughs> no, I'm taking the Durango out. He's gone. I'm, I'm leaving to clear my head. Now, but here's the whopper. So this was the second time he'd done it. Okay. The first time he did it, he led police on a 50 mile chase down an interstate before they got him. Seriously? Yeah. 11 years old. 11 years old. This ki- this kid is going to grow up to be the guy from Drive. He's going to be a professional <laughs> getaway driver. And just listen, if you guys are planning a crime in 7 years, look this kid up. He might be I mean, he's going to be either he's going to be in juvie probably. Or he's going to be a NASCAR. <laughs> but a NASCAR but driver. if he can lead cops at 11, first of all, he can reach the pedals in the Durango. Good for him. On a 50-mile chase. And he led the cops on a 50-mile chase. Before he was apprehended. And they charged him with a felony in juvenile courts. But the judge ruled he was incompetent to stand trial. And the charges were dismissed. And the so, kid jumped in the Durango, drove back home, yeah. started playing PlayStation. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that was the first time. So the really the dumbass in this is the mom. Yeah. Why would she leave the? Keys? Why does the kid still have a PlayStation if if he's already led cop? If he led cop, if my kid leads cops on a fifty mile chase, he doesn't have a PlayStation. He doesn't have a phone. He doesn't have. He might have some sort of you know ankle bracelet to say if you leave the house, you're in big trouble. Um, but uh, he's not going to have access to my Durango. Mm-mm. No. This is a this kid's a career criminal waiting to happen. I don't I hate to say to speak badly about a kid, but he's obviously got uh I mean, he's got issues and mad skills, which is a deadly combination. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think about the times that I mean, Jackson is a pretty good kid. Yeah. Our 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 son is a pretty good kid. Um, but I mean, and we've, we've punished him you know, a few times for minor things. Nothing ever big like this. Yes, he's never stolen a car. But he's never stolen my Durango. That's, the, that's now the, the watermark for, for being a good kid. But, he's never stolen a vehicle from us. But, I mean, to be that parent, like, terrified that every time you punish your kid, they're going to act out like that. Well, that's a rough one. I mean, I don't. I'm sure lots of people have lots of opinions. I don't think you, you know, I, you know, I mean, obviously you can't know until you're in that situation how to handle it and 
uh, I would do things probably differently than that parent did. Yeah. <laughs> but, but holy mackerel. And I'd a, sleep with my car keys under my pillow. Yeah, my, my key fob <laughs> would be nowhere to be found. <laughs> it would be, yeah, I'd hide it somewhere where an 11-year-old kid would never look. Yeah. Like. The vegetable bin the vegetable in the fridge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that was room. yeah. All right. Well, that was a uh, that was good. Yeah, I think you know this. That's our first episode. And as the dog starts chewing his chew toy, <laughs> that's our. Obviously, cue. we have to soundproof the studio a little better. Um, but uh, as uh, you know, as we as we sign off of this episode, Cindy and I have talked a little bit about this about having a sign off for our episode for our podcast. I don't necessarily think we need one, but she she's got at least one in mind. So we're going to try a few out over our first few episodes. Cindy, uh, do you want to sign us out? Bye bye. Oh, brother. <laughs>